Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. Anytime you talk about closing down public schools, parents get pissed. So when Oakland Unified said it might have to close 24 schools, parents got loud. We've been pushing them to make their schools better for almost two years. So that fight is not over. We just came here today to specifically ask for something tangible. The tangible thing some parents want is if their school does get shut down, they want a ticket to go to any other school in the district, even if that means going to a charter school. I'm Devin Kadiyama. Welcome to the Bay. Were you actually at the meeting last night? Yes, I was at the meeting last okay. night. Julia McAvoy is a senior editor at KQED. On Wednesday night, it was wall-to-wall people. All these people from the Oakland Reach group are wearing these really bright yellow t-shirts. I'm a parent. These are my children. My children are in these schools, okay? Oakland Reach is this group that started in the last couple of years, and it's run by a lady named Lakeisha Young. I'm also the executive director of the Oakland Reach. Basically, they're working to educate parents from the flatlands as to, hey, do you know what's going on? And do you know you have options? And here's what you can do about it. Why the flatlands? Well, I think that's where you have the majority of Black and Latino families living and attending schools. Another way, a better way forward that focuses on quality for all Oakland students. If you look at a map of what schools are performing well and they show up in like red, yellow, and green dots, you can see that the struggling schools are in the flatlands and the green dots, the ones that are doing really well, are in the hills. So what happens at Wednesday night's meeting? Well, they got through like a lot of the business and then it was time to open up for public comment. And a lot of members of Oakland Reach took turns coming to the microphone to basically tell the board why they needed to do something now. Oakland Reach, in partnership with the State of Black Education, is here tonight to officially introduce our proposal for an opportunity ticket. The reason that they're there in the first place is because, you know, the, the district has been talking about closing schools. And so the minute they heard about closing schools, a lot of black and brown parents are kind of going, oh, great, here we go again. What if we guaranteed families that closing schools that they could get into better schools? That's what the opportunity ticket would do. It provides families at closing schools or campuses a priority enrollment preference for any school in Oakland that is higher than a neighborhood-based enrollment preference. The parents who came out on Wednesday night, they are there to advocate for something they're calling an opportunity ticket. 
And they say, let us take a ticket and give us access to any school in the district we want. The Oakland Reach Group hopes this opportunity ticket would be good for any school, including charter schools, which often have these wait lists. The problem is the district doesn't have the power to grant families that permission. So if parents want this, they'll have to push the district to negotiate with the charter schools. And they say the district should do this because Oakland's traditional public schools haven't been doing a good enough job. The parents really see this school closure thing as a chance to break open sort of the segregated housing and education patterns that have been established in Oakland over years. The Oakland Reach is here to keep fighting for our communities, for our kids, so that everyone can have access to a quality education, especially the kids in the flatlands, especially the kids in the East Region. We are wiser, we're determined, and we are powerful. I mean, there have been some meetings of parents who said, like, hell no, you're not closing our schools, we're not going through this again, you can't balance your budget problems on the backs of Black and Latino kids anymore. We're not having it. There's another group that's saying, they're going to close these schools. We can't stop that from happening. But if you're going to close my school, you better get me into a better school and not just a marginally better school. I want the top schools. I want access to the top schools. I may not even choose your top school, but you better give me the right to choose your top school if I want to go because you've screwed me over the years. It's been going on for 40, 50 years, okay? So you talking about this stuff you guys argued about, this public charter debate, we don't have the luxury of having a public charter school debate. These schools have been failing black and brown families for at least 50 years before the the first charter school was either open. So you need to get it figured out for real, okay? Thank, Thank you. you. In 2000, there was this like small school movement. So Oakland created all these smaller schools. I remember a few years ago, there was this small school movement and Bill Gates and others really supported it. They gave money to places like Oakland to create smaller community-based schools. But Oakland also never got its, its finances in order and they always struggled with managing the school district. Then came the charter schools. Right now, Oakland has far more schools than it can afford. And this has been like a decades old problem. One reason that there are a lot of schools out there is that it's more intimate, they were going to help kids who were struggling, and um, Oakland did this. After a number of years, they weren't exactly showing a lot of results, and meanwhile, the budget issues start to grow. They get so bad, in fact, that the state, like, takes over. It's like a receivership of the entire district, and they're like, you guys can't handle this. We're going to have to step in. And they ended up, I think, saddling the, the district with a very large loan, which it's still paying off. And then over the last few years, more and more charter schools are being created. And enrollment in the traditional public schools has been seriously dropping. I mean, you can really gra- show the graph where, you know, you see enrollment dropping off in the district-run schools and enrollment increasing in the charter-run schools. Do you think that the district is actually going to follow through with this opportunity ticket? The district, at late in the hours, Jamoki Hinton Hodge brought this forth officially and put it on the agenda for for, for, for January. So they are going to oh, be discussing okay. this in January in an official capacity. Meanwhile, Charles Wilson, the head of enrollment, is working with the Oakland charter mechanisms because they're already looking at how to realign all these schools. If you take our residential uh, maps for our schools, many of them are identical to the redlining maps from the Home Loan Association in the 20s and 30s, which has created redlining. So I, I think that 
all I'm asking is that we we take a step back and we say, okay, how deep are these roots of why kids, some kids get to go to this school and not that school? And I, I know Oakland well, and I'm part of Oakland, and I believe that we're better than simply reproducing what our fathers and grandfathers and grandmothers told us, and some of which was right and a lot of which was wrong, especially about the separation of peoples. There have been more and more charter schools opening up in Oakland over the years. The district has lost a lot of students to them. And it sparked this debate about the role charter schools play in public education, how much money they get, and the influence they have. There's always that backdrop. And uh, the Oakland Reach folks get some assistance from Go Public Schools. Go Public Schools is funded by pro-charter entities like uh, the Walton Foundation and the Rogers Family Foundation. So that's always at play. Um I'm hearing a couple of people, though, from Charles Wilson to others saying, like, we can't do this us versus them thing anymore. We just have too many charters. They're here. The the horse is out of the barn. Let's start to figure out ways to work together. Uh, board member Shanti Gonzalez said, I am vehemently against opportunity ticket if the kids can use the tickets to get into charters. It has to stay within the district. Wow. Okay. Well, that's going to set up an interesting conversation down the road. <laughs> it will. Well, thanks. Yeah. Julia McAvoy is a senior editor for KQED. Julia says the Oakland School Board will be discussing opportunity tickets in January. The following month, the school district is expected to release information on which schools they may close. If there's one place that always has a lot of drama, it is the state capitol. And someone who's seen a lot of that drama firsthand is Amy Brown. She's a lobbyist with ARC Strategies and also this week's guest on Political Breakdown, the KQED podcast that shows you the humans behind the laws. Subscribe to Political Breakdown wherever you get your podcasts. The Bay is produced by Erica Aguilar and editor Vinny Tong. Our theme music is by Dowd Anthony. The team includes Julie Kane, Ethan Lindsay, and Holly Kernan. I'm Devin Kadiyama. That's it for The Bay. Talk to you next week. I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. 
Thank you for listening and thank you for your support.